Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guests in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. Get on the ice. Access you won't get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. Well, the Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. This is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on your home for Oilers Hockey. 630 Chan. We are live at Wells Fargo Center. Welcome everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you with Oilers Now. The Edmonton Oilers and the Philadelphia Flyers. Jam-packed busy show. Brendan Escott, uh, quick uh, two-day step out of town. Reed Wilkins has been contributing and helping out technical producers today include Derek Scott, Kellen Kennedy, and Marty Dickerson here in Philadelphia. Bob Stoffer with you. We got a lot to get to. Coming up, uh, we have a full preview of tonight's game between the Edmonton Oilers and the Philadelphia Flyers. Sit down one-on-one conversation with Warren Fogle, who has been moved up to the Edmonton Oilers uh, top two lines. Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel at 240 47 Edmonton time uh, just after the 3 o'clock global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn Ron McLean from NHL Hockey on Rogers and at 335 today Philadelphia Flyers president uh, the greatest player ever from Brantford, well, next to Wayne Gretzky, Keith Jones, will join us on today's edition of Oilers Now. Now, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Don't miss the Rocky Horror Picture Show live at the River Cree tomorrow. Get your tickets now at therivercreeresort.com, the River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement, bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th. Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. And we'll open up the text line right from the get-go of the show as we go to our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. The Oilers will only make one change from the team that pounded Nashville 6-1 on Tuesday night. Uh, coming into the lineup is Vincent DeHarnay. As Philip Broberg checks out, the Flyers have a little bit bigger, tougher team than Nashville. But the big story is Jack Campbell is going to get back-to-back starts. He stopped. Geez, it was initially reported he stopped 41, uh, made 41 saves against the Preds. Then it was 43. Then the league changed it to 42. But he had a strong, strong performance in that victory. And speaking of Jack Campbell, let's head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Excited to announce the women's only workwear store now open, located four doors north of the direct workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. Here's Edmonton Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft on why Jack Campbell is getting the call in between the pipes. 
I thought uh, he earned another start given his play. He's also had a fantastic uh, six, seven weeks with the group here going back to his preseason. There were, you know, uh, the first game of the year was an odd one for the team as a whole, um, but I like the way he played. All right, so Jack Campbell gets the call for the Oilers tonight. Uh, one of the difference makers for Edmonton in the game against Nashville was the play of the line of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Warren Fogle, and Zach Hyman. They each scored in that game and combined for a total of nine points. And Jay Woodcroft had this to say about why Fogle has worked himself in the mix in a very good Edmonton top six. You know what we like to say is earned, not given. And I think he is—he's uh, been someone that has had a good camp, has had a came in great shape, top shape. He's highly motivated. Um, he's someone that has a certain skill set. He's earned this opportunity. And what I liked about it is he earned that opportunity to play with those two guys. He made good on it, which is uh, that's a feather in his cap. Now that game was 48 hours ago. We're worried about tonight's game and them replicating uh, the same things that went into them having a good game. I don't necessarily think it's going to lead to you know, a certain amount of goals for or whatnot, but if they continue to do good things over time, those, uh, those statistical results usually take care of themselves. There you go. That is Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft into NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist, Edmonton owned and operated 40-plus years. Head to Elite Promo Marketing, 11 other games in the National Hockey League. Nashville Predators are at uh, MSG to take on the Rangers. Maple Leafs visit Florida. Of course, it was the Panthers that vanquished the Leafs' playoff hopes last year. Calgary Flames are at Buffalo. Vancouver travels down to Tampa Bay. Dr. Demko, brilliant his last couple uh, starts, actually his first two starts of the season, but Flyers completely dominated Vancouver and here on Tuesday in the second period, outshooting them 17-2. Vegas hasn't lost this season. They are 4-0 and they are in Winnipeg to play the Jets. Laurent Brassois will start for the Jets who are saving Connor Hellebuck for Edmonton uh, at Rogers Place on Saturday night. The Arizona Coyotes take on the St. Louis Blues. LA Kings visit the Minnesota Wild coming off an impressive 5-1 victory over the Jets. Carolina Hurricanes continue their Pacific road trip. They are in Seattle to play the Kraken. The Kraken have started the year 0-3-1. They made the playoffs last year and upset Colorado in round one. Dallas visits Anaheim to play the Ducks. The Boston Bruins are at San Jose and Connor Bedard well, he'll face uh, another prominent number one overall pick, Nathan McKinnon, as the Chicago Blackhawks have not scored a power play goal this season through four games as they are in Denver to play the Abs. American Hockey League, the 1-0 Bakersfield Condor, the Oilers' uh, AHL affiliate. They host Ontario, that's LA's farm team, on Saturday. And the Edmonton Oil Kings have dropped six consecutive games. They play uh, the reigning WHL champ, Seattle Thunderbirds, of course, Edmonton beat Seattle two years ago in the 22 Western Hockey League Championship. Tomorrow night, we will be at the University of Alberta as uh, two top six-ranked teams in the country. The Calgary Dinos and the Alberta Golden Bears face off. Both myself and Reed Wilkins will be there with Oilers now as well as inside sports. All right, uh, we are going to go to... Our sit-down one-on-one conversation, our headliner today, is brought to you by Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Trent Nicole, we missed you on our Oilers Now road trip in Nashville on Tuesday and Monday. But, hey, here is uh, Warren Fogle. Warren, uh, 
an opportunity presenting itself for you here. New line combination, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who's building obviously on a great year last year. Uh, and you, and let's face it, you get an opportunity to play a little further up the lineup. I don't know if you know this, but the analytics overwhelmingly would support you playing in that spot over the last couple of years. I don't know if you're even aware of that, but uh, believe me, I have analytics guys texting and tweeting every day to the show telling me, hey, you got to play Fogel higher up. Uh, your thoughts on how it went with uh, Zach and Ryan the other night in Nashville? Yeah, I thought uh, I thought we had a good first game. Um, you know, all, both those guys work extremely hard. You know, they make me feel real comfortable out there. Um, you know, you're, you're playing with two elite players, one coming off 100 points season and another one who's just such a tenacious player, so, so good at protecting the puck. So for me, it's just, you know, trying to get them the puck and create space and, you know, try to work hard. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting because Brad Holland targeted you and targeted Zach, and part of it was net drive and getting pucks lit, scoring off of cycles, and then the other part of it was winning puck battles. I got I got to ask this. I don't know if there's a better four-checker in the league than Zach Hyman. Like, he has the ability to put pucks in spots where he can win the battle, secure the puck. You ever seen anything like it? Like, he's really good at it. No, I think we always, uh, guys on the team joke about, like, how, how good he is at it because sometimes he'll have the puck and Next, you know, you have two guys on him, and you know, usually you get taken down, but he just finds a way to, you know, maintain that puck. He's so good at protecting it. He's so strong, and he's a lead four checker, like you said. And um, fortunate enough, he's on our team, and you know, he wins a lot of 50-50s, and you know, that just creates more uh, time in the offensive zone for your teammates. Dylan Holloway and Ryan McLeod are going to be a big part of things as well. Goaders have to graduate maybe from four or five forwards to having a top nine. How important is it to get a secondary scoring punch to support two of the world's best players? offensively. Yeah, for sure. Those two bring uh, world-class speed, both of them. Both very smart, work hard. Um, I thought when I was with them, you know, we were we, we created a lot of chances. We just couldn't get one in the net, but, you know, it, it's good uh, building steps to, you know, sticking with the process, and, you know, those guys are due for a goal for sure. You guys also were good in the playoffs, like you and uh, uh, Ryan and Derek Ryan were very good in the playoffs against Vegas, arguably Edmonton's best 5 on 5 one You're in the last year of a deal. If you put more pressure, does it guy in the back of your mind or you know this is this has been a decent situation the team's had a fair amount of success over the last year and a half this is a big year for you personally isn't it Warren? yeah it is a big year but I think uh, with that said it's a big it's a big year for our group you know we we came up short last year and it's a huge gut punch knowing that you know we felt we we should have went further so um, you know a lot of hard work this summer I know everyone was working hard I know the eight of us in Toronto were, were really grinding and um, just super excited to you know get the season started and um, all that other stuff personally will you know get figured out on its own um, you know for myself just work hard be a good teammate and, and good things should happen Warren thank you for your time thanks that is Warren Fogle of the Edmonton Oilers uh, it is currently 246 in Edmonton when we return we'll hook up with Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel Bob Stoffer joining you live from Wells Fargo Center Philadelphia Pennsylvania you're listening to Oilers now Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Connor McDavid, the world's best player, 25 points in 13 career games against the Flyers and plus 11. He's had their number. All right, Bob Stoffer joining you. It's 248 at Edmonton, and we're going to go off to uh, hook up with full disclosure. We pre-taped this conversation with Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque, who's brought to you weekly by GCL Diesel, providing service, genuine diesel parts, and turbochargers at great prices for over 50 years. Visit GCL 
ACLDiesel.com. Here's Louie. Louie, the Edmonton Oilers in Philadelphia tonight at Wells Fargo Center. Uh, they used to be called the Broad Street Boys. They have a little of that again. They've added a little bit of toughness. Nick Delorier, Nick Sealer. What do you remember about playing against the Philadelphia Flyers in their heyday, especially when they had a guy by the name of Eric Lindros? Yeah, you know, I remember coming in before this beautiful building was built, going into the old Spectrum when I was a young guy with the Rangers in training camps and coming into the old Spectrum, and everybody would talk about it like, you know, get ready, it's going to be a different game in there, it's a different atmosphere, and it really was. It was one of those buildings where the fans seemed like they were right over top of you, the glass was short, and they were pretty vocal, and it was that old-school Broad Street Bullies kind of mentality, and let's just say I always kind of buckled up and made sure that I was ready for those games because it was going to be a fun night, but um, listen, things have changed, obviously, in the game, but I still think that the flyer way has always been a hard-nosed kind of hockey game with skill, and you talked about Eric Lindros, he kind of fit that perfectly with him being one of those players that could kind of do it all, a big guy that could play a physical game and obviously was the best player in the game for about five or six years, uh, respectively, at that time. So, yeah, this this has always been a special place. I think the Flyers kind of carved out a niche, carved out a, an identity and, and a reputation, and I don't think it's really ever gone away. And Nick Delorier might be the perfect kind of tough guy in the game today. All right, the Oilers are coming off a 6-1 victory Tuesday night. And it started in goal. Jack Campbell was really good early. Uh, you know, when Nashville was going, uh, you know, they had lots of scoring chances in the first 10 minutes of the game. Uh, based on the morning skate today, Campbell's going to get a secondary a start in a row here. 43 save performance. Your thoughts on going back to Jack Campbell? Well, he looks so good. I, I really think that, you know, he looked great through the preseason. When you look at that first game that he started in Vancouver last Wednesday, uh, the goals that were against him, you could call them fluky, opportunistic, however way you wanted to look at it, but I think it was just not one of those nights for the entire team, including him and Stuart Skinner, who both went in and um, gave up four on 16 shots, respectively. He gets back in there a couple nights ago against the National Predators, and that's what we saw in the preseason. And I think for Jack Campbell, that um, was his whole goal coming into the season. He didn't like how things went last year. He talked about his save percentage. He talked about doing things in the offseason to become better. He just looks renewed and, and a goaltender that has confidence is a goaltender you want to get behind or in front of and I think that uh, Jay Woodcroft right now sees that in Jack Campbell. He sees the response from his team. He sees the confidence and he puts him in there in back-to-back -back situations early in the season. I think a lot of people maybe expect to see Stuart Skinner go in there because he wants to get go both guys going but when you have a performance like he did, and I don't think you can underrate what he did in Nashville. He really held the fort on times when Nashville was pushing back. Uh, he allowed that team to stabilize and win that game 6-1. It was a 6-1 win, but it could have been very, very different if things would have gone Nashville's way early on. It was Jack Campbell that denied that. We are joined by Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel. Bob Stoffer joining you on Oilers now. So, Louis, uh, based on... Uh, the, the line rushes today and the D pairings. It looks like Vincent D'Arnais is going to draw back in. He fought in his first game against Dakota Joshua and then since then has been uh, not, uh, not in the lineup. Uh, the orders were able to get to 18 skaters with the return of Matthias Eckholm. Your thoughts on D'Arnais uh, 
playing against perhaps a more physical yeah. team as well with Philly. I think that could be part of it too, and I think obviously you don't want to have anybody sitting out of the lineup for too long, and especially early in the season. We've heard coaches talk about it. You have to get guys rotated in. It looks like the Flyers are going to make a couple changes as well, potentially. So I think it's two things. Number one, uh, this isn't punishment for DeHarnay. Broberg's played well. They wanted to get him in there. He's a left-handed shot playing the right side. This is a natural right-handed shot, a big guy that defends well, uh, plays that hard game, and you're right. This is a different team. It has a couple elements on their team that are big physical guys. They want to have a little bit little different look going into the lineup tonight. So I think it's a good call getting them in there. You, you want to keep everybody in the action to make sure that they're ready to go at any time. So that's what I look at when I see this. Louis, uh, you know, we'll get to Connor McDavid and, and Leon Dreisettle and Vander Kane in a second. But a big part of the story the other night was the play of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Zach Hyman, and Warren yeah. Fogel. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brad Holland is head pro scout, and, you know, they targeted uh, the owner's organization, targeted Zach Hyman in free agency, and also identified Warren Fogel in a trade. Warren hasn't played a lot in the top six. Nope. He's basically been a, you know, a, a 12, 13, 14 goal scorer as a third line guy. Uh, that line really tilted the ice when they were out there, didn't they? And Hyman was terrific. Great work ethic. Um, excellent forechecking on that line, starting with Zach Hyman and Fogel. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, let's just say it, he's carrying over his first 100-point yeah. season from last year into this year. And it, it's almost like... I don't want to say confidence because Ryan's always been a confident player, but he just seems to have a different gear now and an understanding of what he needs to do. But there's a chemistry there. We've talked about chemistry so often. You can't teach it. You can't buy it. It has to happen. When you put a line combination like that back together and they click the way they clicked and they have played together, and I talked to Warren Fogel about that a couple days ago, so there's a there's a, um, a history with that trio. They know each other. They know each other well, but it just works. You have a natural left hand on, on the left-hand side and Zach Hyman, who typically is on the left, on the right-hand side. It worked, but, you know, for Warren Fogel, for me, you look at that game on Saturday night. He takes that shot. It goes around the wall. It's a two-on-all the yep. other way as everybody comes up. The thing I liked about his game was that he had a shot mentality. When he got himself into positions to shoot the puck, he could have had a few goals that night. Um, had a beautiful assist on Ryan Nugent Hopkins' goal as well, and he paid that back with the assist on his goal. It's what you want to see, and I think the more you have players that push from the bottom of the lineup and start to elevate up the lineup, it allows Jay Woodcroft to keep Dreisaitl and McDavid together. You're getting deeper through at your lineup. I really thought they got contributions from all four lines. Uh, the third line was great, in my opinion. The fourth line had their moments. They were physical. The fight by Adam Ernie. You're starting to see the mix come together and the identity they want to play the hockey game with. Yes, there's things they need to work on. It's always a work in progress. They need to shore things up defensively. Yes, we understand that. But it's good to see some set line combinations that come out of a game feeling pretty good. We're joined by Louis DeBras for GCL Diesel. The Edmonton Oilers and the Philadelphia Flyers. St. Louis, it's interesting. You know, uh, Evander Kane and Connor Brown started the year on Connor McDavid's wing. The Oilers have elected to keep Kane there but move Leon Dreisaitl to that line. Um, I guess that's one thing to you know keep an eye on here is that at some point Kane and Brown uh, are, are going to score and, and assist and contribute in as well. I mean, I think we 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 both liked the Oilers game the last five periods and starting to play a little bit better. Any concern with either Evander or Connor for you, or is it Connor Brown, or is it just a matter of time? Yeah, I mean. 
I think both guys are coming off severe injuries too. Both yeah. guys are coming into a season after having a real tough year last year as far as Connor Brown's concerned, missing the entire year essentially. Um, for Evander Kane, it just seemed like he never was able to get traction. Um, so, so for me, they're going to get a little bit of time to kind of find that game, obviously. With Connor Brown especially, I really like this game in Nashville. I thought we saw a change of speed, change of direction on the one rush down the ice. It's more of a workmanlike effort on that third line. And like I said, I thought they actually played a real solid game. They've got speed in Holloway and McLeod. They've got grit and Brown being on that line now. They forechecked well. They created chances. It's only a matter of time before one of that trio gets on the scoreboard. And maybe tonight's the night. And the same thing for the fourth point. They created some chances too. Ryan hit a post. I mean, you're getting guys getting different looks and you want that production down your lineup. But in particular with Evander Kane, for me, I don't know if he's ever been really that fast starter in a season, but he's one of those yeah. guys that starts to get into the season, starts to find his stride, starts to find the hands. I thought after that last preseason game, scoring that goal down the right-hand side, putting it under the bar, was going to kind of set him in motion. It hasn't been there yet, but he's playing with two, obviously, the best players in the game right now. It's only a matter of time before he's in the right place at the right time. All right, and final one for it. I'm going to ask you this question at least every second week here in Oilers now. Louis DeBrusque joining us uh, Cam Lorne from GCL Diesel have uh, been involved with the Oilers now and uh, have, have sponsored Louis segments for the last few seasons. I, I'm going to ask you this a fair amount. What do the Oilers need to add? No team is perfect in a cap system. Everybody has, I mean, the Oilers have, when they, you know, with David Drysettle and Newton Hopkins, they can go, you know, with anybody in the league down the middle. We know that. Uh, you know, they've got uh, some, uh, Zach Hyman, they've got a tremendous power play. All that being said, we expect scoring from Kane and Brown. There's young guns coming on the wings. From your perspective, if you could add, if you're identifying an area weakness that you think Edmonton needs to upgrade uh, between now and the NHL trade deadline, what is it? <laughs> and and, and It might be a little early to be talking about this because I think you got to figure out what you have first. And I think this is what they've Fair decided comment. to go. But I will say this. Right now I would say... I like their top six. I think their top six is as good as anybody. Would they want to add another top six player? Sure, I think any team would. Would they want a top three defenseman or top defenseman? Of course they would. Every team would like to add another Matthias Ekholm or a Darnell Nurse or a right-handed version of that on the other side. That'd be the one targeted thing for me is that bonafide, let's just say top four defenseman. Right? Maybe a defensive defenseman. Given and, the, uh, and, but, but when I say top four, I mean a, a, a defenseman that plays both ends of the ice and maybe even errors on the defensive side. That solidifying defenseman on the right side. Who is that player? They don't grow on trees. I can tell you that for free. And they don't, they don't come easy. So for right now, you're trying to evaluate, find out what you have, weather the storms, and work to that point. But uh, that, it's always going to be about defense. We talk about offense all the time with this team. The one thing they've emphasized throughout training camp coming into this season, the structure, the defensive game. It's not there yet, Bob. No, it's it not. It is not there at all. So, it, and, and they know it. But listen, it's a work in progress, and they have to keep chipping away at it. And I'm not just putting this on the defense. It's everybody involved here, from yep. the forwards to the goaltender, have to be better in that regard. And I know that everybody's trying to strive for that, and we'll see if they shore it up a little bit more tonight. Okay, Louis. Awesome. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Bob. That's Louis DeRoss joining us for GCL Diesel. You're listening to Oilers Now.